this is Joy. And this is Claire. And this is a podcast about soggy bottoms and good bakes. On your mark. Get set. Bake. Bake. <laughs> We're never going to get it together. <laughs> it's chocolate week. Yay. <laughs> I love chocolate week. You know, it's really come to be maybe my favorite week. Really? It's just so fun. And I feel like it, it is so many opportunities to be creative and like, yeah, it seems like a really cool way to challenge people. Yeah. To challenge people. And it just like mm-hmm. chocolate is so, I feel like chocolate work, if you will, is like not something that you really would do at home. Right. You know, like if I'm going to make a chocolate cake, I'm not most likely not going to decorate it with like a chocolate sculpture also. Right. <laughs> so I like that. about You're going to throw because, some frosting on it and call right, it a day. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. if, you know, if I am going to put some like chocolate art on it, I probably have purchased that chocolate art and I'm not going to put it on. Totally. Cake. Yeah. We're getting ahead, but I want to talk about the balloons where he was like dripping the chocolate over the yeah, balloons. Yeah. Like, like that's something you would real... do in the comfort of your home. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. Likely. Yeah. No one to impress here. Okay. No. So it's chocolate week and uh, this is very exciting, but I, we want to talk about your technical from last week. Yes. Start. We'll, let's start off with that. So last week's technical from Bread Week what were the rainbow bagels. Which I got to say, I'm very proud of you. You just dove right in and did it. You know, you got to commit. I said I was going to make them and I'm yes. making them. Yeah. Um, I had made bagels before. And so I wasn't like super daunted by this challenge. Um, I had a pretty good idea of how it was going to go. A couple of key things that I think made mine a little different. The main one actually that made mine a little different is the food dye that I used. Okay. We only have like natural organic food dye gel. (laughs) Okay. And I wasn't going to go buy new food dye just for this. And so what the result of that is that my food, my like dough colors weren't nearly as vibrant as the colors that they had had during the technical. The gel, instead of having like, you know, a liquid food dye, it also sometimes comes in a gel. Usually the gel is like more used for frosting. It just didn't incorporate into the dough as well. And so the dough kind of almost looked like tie-dyed, which was cool on its own. But once I stacked them, it really, I really lost some of the like less intense colors, like the green and the yellow. Mm -hmm. So once I did the swirl, you really could only see the blue and the red. And I was like, okay, well, whatever. It didn't look quite the same. And then I let them prove a little bit too long because, you know, the reality of baking is that sometimes you get a little distracted. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You're not like just sitting there staring at it, watching it like the bakers where they're just staring, literally staring at their... Literally just sitting on the floor staring. (laughs) Right. I'm just waiting, waiting, waiting. So I got a little overproofed, um, which is fine. And but when I I was kind of surprised because it didn't actually rise. They didn't rise that much. But then when I went to take them out of like the little tray that they were in to boil them, they were really floppy. And I was like, oh, no, I was able to mostly save it because I didn't boil them for nearly as long. And then when I baked them, they didn't rise too much in the oven, but they also didn't collapse. If you guys out there are not familiar with like baking bread, when you prove the bread, or let it sit, let it ferment. Basically, what you're doing is allowing the yeast to 
eat some of the sugar that's in the flour. And in this case, there was actually also just sugar in the recipe. And what that does when the yeast eats that sugar, it releases a gas. And so that's what causes bread to rise. But if you overdo it, then obviously it breaks down the connections of the gluten too much and releases too much gas to the point where often then when you go to bake it, there's not enough gluten left to hold it together and it will just collapse science. I know. It's like the that's it like that's the thing about bread baking or anything bread related is you have to find this sweet spot of like yeah. getting as much rise you want as much rise as you can get like you want to find the tipping point where you have as much rise as you can get without it going back down the other side right, of like right. losing its structural integrity. Yeah, you can't get greedy with it. You no. can't get greedy. But then if you don't let it go long enough then like you might as right. well have just basically made like a pancake. And this is where experience comes in. Exactly. Right? Like this is just time, time under tension. Yeah. To use a CrossFit <laughs> reference. <laughs> um, pretty much. That's very true. And I think that it, for this bake, it really did just come all down to timing. And I could see how if you were like really pressed for timing or really pressed for time and, you know, you were on a really tight schedule that it would feel kind of nerve wracking. Yeah. But they turned out great. I really enjoyed it. Um, I don't think, I don't know if I'll, we don't eat a lot of bagels, but everybody loved them. So maybe we'll be making more. Oh, that's great. It really wasn't that hard. Like somebody, I was posting about it on Instagram stories and somebody wrote me in a DM and was like, "Um, do you think it's worth it to make it at home? I've worked at a couple of bakeries and the like head bakers already always order our bagels par baked because they don't want to go through the like hassle of baking them. So I've always just thought that they were like, must be super complex to bake. Yeah. And honestly, I would put making bagels on a scale of baking difficulty. They are more difficult than banana bread, but less difficult than cinnamon rolls. Cinnamon rolls. Okay. Banana okay. bread is like pretty much as easy as it gets. Like there's, you right. just pour it into the tin and bake it. Right. Cinnamon rolls have so many steps and like multiple proofs and there's like an icing situation. But these were actually... Yeah, it wasn't that bad. So if you have been thinking about maybe making this technical, go for it. It, They're really fun. It's fun to do the dye. It's fun to have the rainbow component. And maybe you'll find that you're going to make your own bagels now. And I think like one thing that I have really started to appreciate since I started getting into bread baking about a year ago, and then also during quarantine, I started making my own pasta, was the role of carbs in the human diet, I think takes a completely different form when you make it yourself Mm -hmm. because you really have this appreciation for like how different the process of getting those things onto your table would have been even just a generation ago that like baking bread takes all day. Yeah. And, you know, baking, making bagels is like this really hands-on, like, you know, very I don't know, involved involved experience. And like, there's a lot Mm -hmm. of love that goes into it. And so it's a completely different experience. Anytime you make something yourself that then you can eat it. But I think when it comes to those types of things like bread and bagels that we just buy at the store without a second thought, right? it really gives it a different dimension when you make it yourself and you're like, you appreciate it so much more. And, and you also realize like, maybe there's a reason that like early humans didn't eat like five bagels a day. Right. It makes me think of like when, I mean, I know some the listeners of this podcast may not listen to our other podcast, but we just had a guest on Casper Terkeil about the power of ritual. And I always think of food about, of how it is 
that circular mm-hmm. clock of every time you make a loaf of bread or every time you every time you make a recipe that has been passed down for generations, you're like connected to this really cool lineage. Oh, and yeah. I know that's getting really deep, but I think that's why we love food. And I think that's why we love like the ritual of food and how totally. much we talk about that time we went to matzah and we sat down and had this like amazing meal that we'll never forget. And it's like, these are the things that I think people, maybe they're not consciously aware of it, but I think that's why this show is so great is just really thinking of like, all of Mary Berry's uh, recipes and how we're like, Mary Berry's a god. And like every time you make a recipe of, of Mary Berry's or even Prue or Paul, yeah, it's just well, really cool. And I think like that's what's been fun about baking along with it too, is thinking like there's so yeah. many other people in the world who are like trying this out this week. Totally. kind of fun. Yeah, it's really fun. And I love seeing people's photos that you've sent us. So if you made the technical and tagged us, I love it. I love watching what everyone else is doing too. And they look good. They do look good. They look really good. All right. Okay, so what was your first note for this week? Let's do the fashion recap. Fashion recap. My first note was, does Paul have a stylist? Because he just wears some pretty basic things. Like it's pretty much predictable every single week. But I'm like, does he have a stylist? Why? Well, I'm sure he does. I don't know why I thought of that other than he just had a pretty basic like maroon deep red shirt on this week. And I'm like, that's just well, look though. And I it's mean- jeans. But the other note that I had is like, I don't think I'll ever get over how blue his eyes are. I know. <laughs> <laughs> They're so steely blue. They're so steely. Yeah, but I was kind of underwhelmed with with Prue's fashion this week. I feel like she was like, you know, the usual Prue. It was like a very Lily Pulitzer vibe. For sure. But her lipstick. I do, her lipstick's always great. Her Let's be honest. this week was like... Pink. When I was in high school, when I really was like deep into my like, I want to be a surfer phase. I oh, had. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you ever use zinc as a kid growing oh. up instead of sunscreen? I did, yes, where yeah. you like put the uh-huh. stripes on your I face. I bought mm-hmm. pink zinc and I would wear it to school oh, as, on my lips. Dang. Uh-huh. That's great. And that is what that lipstick reminded me of. I think I still have a tube of it somewhere. Like I'm sure that if I like dug deep into my like, you know, medicine cabinet, I would find a, a tube of pink zinc sitting back there. If you do, will you please post a photo of that? Yes. Because that's pretty amazing and uh, probably petrified by now. But uh, yeah, no, it's most likely <laughs> turned into a solid. But yes, Prue's lipstick, always great. Um, I was just kind of like noticing her hair too. But I'm like, that's going to be my look when I get older. You know how you are, you're older women. To be Prue. Totally. Older women have short hair, which I think is great. And I just love her. I just love her overall look. And I notice her earrings every week are the same. They're like those oh. little dots that I think she, well, not the same. They're the same style. I think mm-hmm. she makes them because we, we've talked about this before, right? She has like her own jewelry line. She makes her own jewelry. Have we mentioned this? I yet? don't know if we have because I feel like I actually remember thinking, oh my gosh, we forgot to talk about that. Yeah. But we found out that Prue designs all her own jewelry. Which is even better. I so love much her better. And you can actually, there's like a few pieces certain, you can buy. Yeah. You can go buy it. And it's really. You can be Prue. Yeah. Okay, so that was kind of my fashion notes. Um, I thought Noel had on a pretty Noel shirt. It was great with some random smiley faces on it. And Matt just still has a shirt with like little Matt's animals. Matt's just still Matt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they start out for Chocolate Week making brownies. And my first note about this is like, why is it always so hot in Chocolate Week? Why? Every single why time, is it always so hot? Year, it's like, this is really seems, I don't know. Mm -hmm. it's always like you know these dramatic cutaways everything melting but the first thing they're going to make is brownies and going into this i'm like oh this is going to be so straightforward and then they start talking to everyone and everyone's like i'm making brownie it just everybody 10 steps 
10 steps, 10 layers, 10 complicated My note says, guys, elements. why is everyone messing with brownies? Yeah, exactly. No one just makes brownies. Nope. Everyone's like, right. I'm going to put cheesecake on top. I'm going to put like figs in it. Like, yeah. Just Honeycomb, pistachio. Yeah. And I, yeah. So that was my, like, as, as they're going around talking to everybody about the recipe that they want to make, I was just sitting there thinking like every single person is going to like, you're making this too, too hard. The thing Correct. about brownies that's so great is that they're just chocolate fudginess. So good. The basics, the the crumbly top, yeah. the gooey middle. That's all you need. Yeah. Like, that's all you need. Those are the two points of performance here that we're trying to accomplish. Don't mess it up. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But I did want to ask you if you have a favorite type of brownie. Basic brownie. Yeah. I do kind of like nuts and brownies. Mm, I'm like a nut person. Yeah. I yeah. like a good nut and a brownie. I also, um, I like, I'm a big fan of uh, like pumpkin swirl brownies. Nope. I made those recently. They're very good. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know I, why I, I don't like anything to like mess with it. I just fair. want, but I'm a huge like chocolate upon yeah. chocolate layers of chocolate lover. I mean, I so, am like, too, but I do yeah. every once in a while. And maybe, you know, just because it's, it's October and. Sure. You're being influenced by being the, influenced. the fall. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when I was growing up, I, when I was in high school, <clears throat> I got super into student council. Like kind of one day I was like, I'm going to run for student council. And my mom was like, well, if I'm going to be like the student council mom, I need to learn how to make brownies. So for like an entire year, my mom made it. brownies every week trying to come up with the best brownie recipe. And she really like landed on a good one. And I'm going to have to get it from her because it was making me realize like, man, I don't know what my mom's brownie recipe when I was in high school was. And it was so good, like so fudgy. And it had chocolate chunks in it. So everyone's like, you would just like, oh. Oh, like that's chunk. so good. Mm-hmm. So good. That's what Peter was going for. Yes. Anyway, at the end of his, uh, at the showstopper, but we'll get there. Yeah. So my impression of this one was the same as yours, where I'm like, wow, these are really, they all sound really interesting. I'm hoping that this is going to turn out because they all had like 10 steps of complication to yeah. them. I was really curious about, was it Dave's honeycomb brownies? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought those sounded really good. Um, I thought it was really funny that at one point, Noel was talking to someone and we realized that Noel has never baked, um, yeah, he was talking which to I Peter. kind of also appreciated. I know, he's like, no, I've never baked. And Peter was like, okay, where, like, what are you doing here? The other thing, the other note that I really thought was funny was um, when... Mark and Noel were talking about how Noel's a vampire. I thought yeah. that, I was like, see, Noel can be funny sometimes. Noel is funny. And then the other one I really liked was when Mark was making his meringue and he's like, that's how you know your meringue is done. You've got a Trump on your whisk. <laughs> I know. I noted that too. The Donald Trump hair. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's how you know you have Donald Trump. I'm like, oh, does everyone hate our country? Correct. <sighs> anyway. Okay. And then, so going into this too, I was thinking Linda for sure is going to nail this. Like Linda was coming in hot and I was like, she's made some good brownies in her day. So I had high hopes. I had high hopes for everybody. But what were you thinking? I was thinking, yeah, just like as they're going around, I'm like, none of these are brownies. None of what you guys are describing is a brownie. Oh, the other thing I was thinking and not to sound like an a-hole, but I'm like, are brownies not as popular in the UK or like, cause we're, th- I'm thinking like USA basic brownies. Like I'm not getting fancy with brownies. I've not seen a lot of like fancy mixtured brownies around town. But I feel like that was more maybe <laughs> just the challenge where everyone was like, well, okay, I sure. can't just make a basic brownie. I can't like, just make a basic brownie. Paul okay. and Prue kept saying is they were like, you know, their standards for brownies seem to be pretty straightforward. Right. Um, right. Yeah, I mean the the main theme for this challenge was just everyone took on way too much, and really nobody nailed it. No one nailed it. The judging, no was one nailed it. So intense. Like half the people's were underbaked, half of them were overbaked. No one had like a spot on bake. 
the and toppings well, a lot of the toppings the were all f- like yeah. melted and gross i was just like what wow, this is it seems so straightforward and it just tanked everybody tanked everybody took on too much because no one wanted to be the one to make like a basic brownie but let this yep. be a lesson to you that they always say like there's nothing wrong with just going for the straightforward yep. approach as long as you nail the straightforward nail approach the straight, and yep. like you'd be much better off nailing the straightforward approach than like taking on way too much and not having it come out at, at the end i was like okay who is the worst and who is the best worst i just wrote literally everyone everyone i don't no, no one stood out to me i was like i think i think lotties looked horrible lotties with, were like, terrible the cheese- yeah. Suras were particularly bad because they just were like, the, everything was wrong about them. Like they didn't have any redeeming qualities. And then they also really didn't like Laura's. They were too sweet, which I feel like every single week, Laura finds a way to make something with salted caramel. Yeah. It's like that. This girl loves her some salted she caramel. Really, she really does. Yeah. And then the best, I was like, Mark with a C, Peter, maybe. Those yeah. ones seem to get like dragged across the coals the least. Yeah. What did Ermine make? Um, Didn't she make were, some like like pieces of pistachio? Was that that one? That was, was that Peter. Hers? Peter. Okay. Peter had like the fig and pistachio. Yeah. I don't even, I like I already forgot what Ermine made, but yeah. I remember it was very like middle of the road. Like they were like, eh, this is okay. Yeah. I feel like all the flavors that they were going for, if they were going for a mixture of flavors, didn't turn out. Right. And people just wanted to taste a brownie. They right. wanted to taste a brownie. And Prue even said like, I want the flaky top. I want right. the fudgy I want middle. the fudgy middle. Like the really, I, that's what I'm looking for. So yeah, coming out, of, I was pretty disappointed because I'm like, how did they all miss? They the just mark got so hard. You know what? Brownie. It was the ghost of Rowan that came to that brownie party. For real, the ghost of Rowan. Everyone like over promised, under delivered. <laughs> okay, so going into the technical, they were making a chocolate babka, babka, which is a braided, enriched dough bread so we learned linda told us what enriched dough means yes because last time we were talking about this love linda where like a regular bread dough is just basically flour water yeast and salt and enriched dough also has milk and eggs in it so it brings it like a lot more texture it tends to be a little bit more cakey and not cakey that's not the right word it's like more like more of like a dinner roll consistency versus a piece of bread so babka what they did was they rolled out the dough put a bunch of chocolate hazelnut spread on the inside, rolled it up, cut it in half, and then like braided it together. So we'll, again, talk a little bit more about this next week. I'm really looking forward to making this. I think it's going to be delicious. This is like right up my alley of something that I would make. But my notes about this challenge with the bakers were Peter looked so excited when they announced it. He was like chomping at the bit. Linda's looked amazing. She looked so confident the whole time. She nailed it nailed it especially with the length yeah she like had the perfect length yeah just from the first minute of her starting to braid it was like she this woman has done a braided loaf before yeah 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 which is the other thing too of like if you do something wrong and have to start over we've seen that happen multiple times where Mm -hmm. people start something they have to start over that just like eat your time and then you're kind of screwed but this is one where linda just like from start to finish you could tell she was just like i i got this yeah she's like i know what i'm doing here yeah and then lottie was acting a little cavalier i was like lottie like you need to make take this a little more seriously like she kept being like well it is what it is like whatever i I noted that too you're still at a point you know like so for hers her loaf was too long and she couldn't get it mm-hmm. on the tin and she was like so well she whatever just, like, just shoved it in, in there <laughs> and i was like you're still at a point where you could do something about this like you could right. tuck it under you could like kind right. of smoosh it yeah i don't know why you're just sort of like saying and even like, if she did like it. cut the sides like it would have been better than it what been she better. made yeah she's like, like well, even if they noted it. it's right. like, well yeah but instead you just delivered this like wonky loaf 
Yeah. But her whole I feel like she's giving up. I feel totally like she felt was, like she was giving up. Yes. Yeah. Like, I felt she like she needs, was like, I'm over this. She does. She has no confidence. And she was just like, I'm just going to. She she almost is like ready for herself to go home. So she's giving up. Yeah. It did feel very much like she was like, whatever, like throwing up her hands. Like it is what it is. Like, no, like you got to stay. You got to stay engaged. And then Sura also having a rough week. That was my other note here. It was like, she just cannot get it together. Well, she, at the beginning of the show, says she hates chocolate. So this was not, right, not her looking week. good for her. Yeah, yeah. I do have to, I did make a note that I love, 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 love that the Brits love their dirty humor. Yes. Do you know the- <laughs> Every once in a while, they're, especially Matt, he seems to really go there. Like, he's well, a, did you see the part where he do, he went up to Linda? Yeah, and, and he's he, like, maybe if you stroke it, it'll stroke get better. It. And she was like, that works sometimes. <laughs> but he like brings in, he's got much dirtier humor than everyone else. Like he for sure makes everyone very uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> so coming out of the technical, Lottie loses with her like weirdly shaped unrisen loaf. And then Linda does win. So yay, Linda. Yay, Linda. Nailed it. Nailed, nailed it, it. Nailed it. Okay. The signature was a white chocolate tiered cake and my favorite part about this was at the beginning when they're interviewing Prue and she's like this is going to be a challenge because frankly white chocolate is a nightmare to work with nightmare <laughs> yeah. and it's like super it was pretty hot out not as hot as some other um, seasons where they've had chocolate week and like the chocolate just melts immediately right and collapses but it definitely was warm in the tent and they're working with white chocolate which is very 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 finicky um, and Paul kind of explains that the reason that it's a little bit more finicky is because it has a higher fat content than regular mm-hmm. chocolate. And so it's a lot, you know, it's fat is just obviously melts and, you know, it has kind of a mind of its own. As they were going through, I've realized that I find it hard to take notes on the signature challenge, the briefs, unless one really stands out to me. They're all, they always all are so different. Right. But I was really looking forward to seeing Lottie's because she's like basing it on her grandparents' anniversary. And like, I'm just really coming to love Lottie's grandparents. I know. And then... Like, was it last week when she like sat out, she sits outside and like makes them... Yeah. uh, Two weeks ago on Biscuit Week when she was like, Florentine, Florentines. (laughs) Florentine. So cute. And um, I was also looking forward to Mark's... Mark with a K. Mm Mm-hmm. Going into the judging... I guess actually, wait, let's let's back up because we've asked this the last few weeks and this one is a little bit not, it's not quite as like easy to answer, but if you were to make a white chocolate tiered cake based on, you know, they're like, you want it to be based on some sort of celebration. Mm-hmm. What is the first celebration that comes to mind that you would try to emulate with a cake? Probably my wedding. Yeah. That makes sense. White cake. Yeah. Totally. You would have a cool one too, because since you got married in Santa Fe, you could like bring in a lot of like cool Adobe vibes. Totally. That yeah. would be very cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I think I probably would do my wedding too. And I had a winter wedding, so that could be fun. Yeah, totally. Ooh, ice vibes. Mm-hmm. Ice for vibes. Sure. Snowstorm. Yeah. <laughs> Snowstorm wedding. So coming into the judging. Oh, here's my coffee delivery. Coffee delivery. Thank you. <laughs> You guys are so lucky that we, we record this at the crack of dawn for y'all. So, so early. We just, <laughs> so early. Even earlier today, we started early. We yes, started we sure did. Because Brandon's yes. going clay shooting, which don't ask. Don't ask. We just hope you really appreciate this. Yeah, <laughs> we're getting we're up early good, for you guys. Such good friends. <laughs> we're such good friends. Okay. Okay. So Mark's looks amazing. They absolutely love it. Mark mm-hmm. with a K. Mm-hmm. Prue just wanted more oomph. They wanted I the want flavors. <laughs> Again, like nobody Again. Like completely nailed everything in this one. Right. 
Lottie's turns out, I think she saves herself because she definitely was in the bottom going into the signature challenge, but it looks good. You know, the flavors are, are decent. decent. It's a little yeah. overbaked, but other than that, like she does really well. She pulls off the sapphire geode. Yeah. Look, which is and really they really cool. like the decoration. Like mm-hmm. she really does well with decoration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When she has time to execute yes. something, she does really well. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think she, yeah. My note was, I think she saves herself considering how bad everyone else does. (laughs) Totally. Exactly. Which is another thing to note is like, if you make, like if someone would have just made back to the brownies, if someone would have just made a basic, really good brownie, they would have won. A thousand. They would have won Because everyone else. They would have got Sarah Baker. 100%. Everyone else, this whole challenge just struggled so much. Or the whole week. Yeah. Sarah, my note is Sarah. Ugh. Oh, God. Okay. Can I just say that's my biggest fear to watch? Mm-hmm. Like, you know how you get uncomfortable with weird comedy? I get really uncomfortable when someone makes something that turns out to be raw in the middle and someone, and when Prue and Paul take that bite mm-hmm. or if they just cut into it and they're like, it's raw. Or if they take a bite of something and they spit it out. I've seen that happen in, few, in past there episodes and they're like, this times- is ine- inedible. That is my biggest fear. Yes. That is my biggest fear. They A baker will use, and I feel like the only time they spit it out is when somebody accidentally uses salt instead of sugar. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, <laughs> nope. But yeah, Sarah, nope. something happens with her <sighs> recipe where it literally just is not, it's completely raw and they're like, we can't eat this. It's not edible. Yeah. It's totally raw. So, you know, if you present and a showstopper. And it's all lopsided. Yeah. yeah. If you present a showstopper that literally is not edible, like it's going to, you're going to have a hard time coming back from that. Yep. Linda does pretty good. They don't really love her decoration, but the cake itself is good. Peter does great. He has such like a cute that like somebody commented <sighs> on one of our Instagram posts like I wish anybody loved me as much as Peter loves his brother. His brother. It Everything is so all about his true. brother. It's so cute. He loves his brother so yeah. much. Oh. And he does great. He has this like cute little graduation themed cake. He like yes. paints little math equations on the side. Oh god. And then Ermine Prue like is obsessed with Ermines. She's it's so delicious. She like does a little jump. Yeah, and they call it a prugasm. Prugasm. And then um, <laughs> my note about her Ermine from this week is I pretty much have no idea how to read Ermine at this point. Nope. She feels like she's just become this like total random <laughs> in the last two weeks. Like the first two weeks, I was like, man, I have got to read on Ermine. She is like level headed. She's solid. She's gonna do this. In the last two weeks, she's like act a little drunk. Yeah. And I'm like, have she you been t- <laughs> I think it's the quarantine situation totally. is getting to them. Yeah. For she sure. is definitely I just have no I can't read her. I'm like, you are so kind of goofy, but like, I don't know. She's yeah. very funny. And that uh, was definitely not what yeah. I was expecting her personality to to go. Prue calls Peter Mr. Consistent, which I thought was a little bit like, ooh, they really liked Peter. Peter is mm-hmm. kind of like that. I, but I feel like last week he didn't do great. No, Brad Week, he, so, he was in the bottom. Right. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe they're just kind of really seeing that he has, he's he's really inventive and he's unique in and what I, he thinks. I think the thing about Peter that we see a lot that we are not seeing with the other bakers is that when he sets, him, sets out a task for himself, he almost always completes it. Sure. Yep. Like he has true. a really good sense of like what he's actually able to do. Mm-hmm. And it's not... And, Unlike other bakers that we've seen in past seasons and even in this season who end up going home like Mac because they don't push it because they want to stay safe. Peter right. like has the balance of not staying safe while also not overdoing it. Right. And that's a really important balance to have. So going into the final judging, who did you think was going home? Lottie. 
Mm-hmm. or Sura, but mm-hmm. I was really thinking Lottie just because of her attitude. <laughs> I agree. I had the same note. I was like, it's it's between Lottie and Sura, and that's what the judges were saying as well. But I was like, Lottie feels like she just has completely thrown up her hands this week. Yeah. She's seeing... What I'm seeing with Lottie is she's seeing the competition. She's mm-hmm. getting really intimidated. She's losing her confidence, and so she's going like, I'm just going to give up before they kick me out type of yeah, thing. Yeah, right. Like, I'm going to break up with you before you break up with me. 1,000%. That's exactly her vibe <laughs> this week. <laughs> and then who did you think was going to win Star Baker? Star Baker, I was thinking one of the marks again, because I... Or one of the marks. Yeah. I feel I like the it, marks are really shining through. They really are. I thought it was going to be Linda. And I'm oh, really? kind of surprised yeah, yeah, yeah. that it wasn't because... So, spoiler alert, Mark wins with a K, and Sura does go home. Sura does go home. Which I was surprised that Linda didn't get Star Baker because that's she true. She was she did, really killed all the bakes. Yeah, she did like not terrible in the not brownies. terrible in the brownies. She won the technical and she did pretty good in the signature as well. Like it mm-hmm, felt like she mm-hmm. was at you know very near the top. Um, and I felt like Mark was like I don't know maybe I felt like Linda deserved to win Chocolate Week. Mm-hmm. So Sarah goes home. You know, I was a little surprised to see that she left this early. I thought she was going to be in the competition a few more weeks. I mean, I, I didn't, so too. neither one of us ever saw Sarah going into the final. So I'm bummed to see her go though, because I did really like her. Yeah, I did too. But she, you could tell at the end, she was really sad. And you know what I predicted at the beginning, Claire, the criers, you always got to be careful of the criers. Like, yeah. at the, I think she cried at the first episode. She did. And I was like, you got to be careful of the criers because emotionally they can't handle the pressure. Yes. But she basically was like, I hate chocolate. I'm never eating chocolate ever again. Yeah. I was like, Sarah. Like, Come on, Sarah. Come on. Really? Yeah. Never again? Yeah. And then my last note, which we've already talked about, Lottie needs to lock it up. She needs to lock it up. I hope that she has her like game face on next week, because if not, I think she's going to go home. Same. Mark with a C, I just have to note again, is my favorite human in the entire world. He's pretty great. Yeah. He's just the sweetest person. I almost feel like when they're judging his bakes, I bet you Paul and Prue like have such a hard time giving him feedback because he's so sweet. Like the sweetest person. Like every time they give him feedback, he's just like, yes, 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 yes. Like he's just you could tell his heart is just so pure, which is another reason why I love the show because everyone on this show is the most purest human being. They really are. I know. Like you aren't. I feel like they need to be running our country, basically. More <laughs> bakers. Joy and I are going to start the baking party. Forget yes, can Republicans we? Republicans Democrats. Totally. Vote for bakers. Um, vote for bakers. Yeah, that should be the last presidential debate. It should just be a bake-off. 100%. I... <laughs> I vote yes. Let's see how Biden and Trump hold it together during chocolate week. Totally. And you know what? Let's just make it more complicated and give them the white chocolate challenge. They need it. Okay. Okay. Done. (laughs) Do you still think the same person is going to win from from your beginning? Let's evaluate that because I'm like I'm just all over the place at this point. I feel like I can't I can't guess anymore because it changes every single week, which is another beautiful, brilliant thing about the show because you just never know. I want to stick with Ermine to be consistent, but if, if I'm being honest, I don't see her going all the way through. I just think that she's a little bit too much of a loose cannon. She needs to stop drinking. Yeah, like <laughs> I don't, kidding. I don't know. I'm kidding. Who knows? Maybe she'll <laughs> pull through. But she, I feel like Ermine has yet. Although she got a handshake, um, in was it Bread Week, and then you know this mm-hmm. week her one of her flavors was really good. But she doesn't seem to really wow the judges regularly. Like most of her stuff is very middle of the road. I think that she's one of the bakers who will end up being in the competition for no other reason than that she's not the worst. Exactly. 
But she's exactly. not like really, you know, she's not up for Star Baker really. Right, right, um, right. I definitely could see Linda. I think we've talked a lot about her being like kind of this sleeper that she's. Yeah. But she also, again, is like pretty hot and cold. I yeah. could definitely see one of the marks. They're both doing so well and they're both really yes, consistent. And for I mean, sure. I don't think Peter's out of the running. No. Because that's he the is, other thing is I was like, Peter's really this week he really impressed he me. Back I'm kind around. of feeling he's coming back in my mm-hmm. in my top. Well, we shall see. All right, guys. <gasps> well, don't forget to follow us on social on Instagram. We are at Joy and Claire underscore. You can find us on Facebook, Joy and Claire. You can find us on our website, joyandclaire.com. Send us an email. This is Joy and Claire at gmail.com. You can find us wherever you get your podcast. Please share us with a friend, rate us, and subscribe. Leave a review, leave a comment. We love to hear from you. We love to know if you're liking this podcast. Um, and the best way that you can support this podcast is by sharing it with other people, with sharing it on your social media, and just, you know, word of mouth is getting the word out. Yes. Tag us in your photos because then we can repost it. Tag us in your bakes if you do the technical or anything related to the show. That would be wonderful. But yeah, please leave us a review. It's really the quickest way to support the show. And you can just do that from your app. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, you can do that straight from the app on your phone. Thanks for hanging out with us this week. And we'll talk to you next week. So on your marks. Get set. Bake. Bake. That was so close. (laughs) That was so close. (laughs) We're never going to get it together. (laughs) 